Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're going to have a very interesting conversation with an LA casting director, writer, producer, and host. Welcome to the program, Jamie Beebe. Hi, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Um, as, as I kind of did my uh, deep dive and, uh, and have done my research on you, I see that you're very unlike any other casting director that I have, uh, that I have ever met. You know, most casting directors are a little more reserved. They're a little more guarded. Some are even, you know, very, uh, very private people. And you love posting bikini pics. Um, <laughs> but that, that type of uh, kind of being unabashedly yourself hasn't stopped you from accomplishing all the things that you have. It hasn't stopped you from having 70 credits on your resume in terms of casting, working with the biggest names, having your own, uh, you know, talk show and a lot of other things that we'll touch upon. So... What I am finding is that when some people say, just be yourself, you're actually doing it and it's working and it's awesome. Uh, yeah, um, I fully believe in that. I don't want to you know, apologize for being who I am. I don't want to hide being who I am or anything like that. So, and if people, you know, people, you can like it or not. I, you know, I'm, I'm very professional when I'm working for the mm -hmm. most part. <laughs> Um, and you know, I get my work done and I think that speaks volumes. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's awesome because a lot of us really kind of, you know, we try to have a certain image and we try to, uh, make sure that it's manufactured and manicured in certain ways. And, uh, it's interesting that as kids, you know, when we're little kids, we don't care. We don't know any better and we're just being ourselves when we're old we don't care and we're just being ourselves and this whole middle section that's most of our lives we are so worried about what others think of us that we get into you know it gets into our way so i'm very happy to see that you're able <laughs> to do what you want to do and uh, uh, you know just be yourself it's it's great yep that's exactly it i you know i don't i really don't i mean i care obviously what people think about me but i also think that you know my life is great i'm happy every day I love waking up every morning. I love what I do. I love yeah. my friends, my dogs. So, you know, I think that like for me, social media is just kind of putting my personal happiness out there. And mm -hmm. I think people kind of see that. So, yeah, and I, I, it is summertime, so there might be a few bikini photos. <laughs> and I, I'm sure that uh, if, if somebody minds those, then that's their problem. Um, okay. <laughs> They're tasteful. They're tasteful. I'm at a pool or a beach. Yeah. Or no, I, I don't disagree at all. And this is not me being facetious. I, I think so. They're, they're very um, nice photos. They're photos of the outside. They're photos of the summer. They're photos of you enjoying your life. And that's great. Um, yeah. Okay. So a lot of the casting directors uh, kind of start out as actors or they start out in a, in a certain other part of the you know, business, so to speak. You know, you started out by, you know, following fish out of town and, uh, you know, doing um, uh, doing rainbow gatherings and uh, getting your bachelor's in photography. Can you kind of. Wow, uh, you did a lot of research on me. <laughs> two, uh, two pages worth of stuff. Um, and some things we're definitely not going to talk about because it's not relevant to you being a <laughs> oh, um, no. But how did you kind of uh, end up in, uh, in casting? Uh, what happened um, you know, I've always just been a really free spirit. Um, I, you know, I've, I've been very impulsive <laughs> through my life. Like if I see something that I think is going to be fun, then I'm going to go do it. Um, yeah. you know, and it's gotten me in trouble a few times, but usually it ends up really well. Um, 
music has always played such a big part of my life. When I graduated high school, um, I'm I'm a bit older than most people think. Uh, when I graduated high school back in the day, I wanted to follow the Grateful Dead. Um, and unfortunately, it was the year that Jerry died. So that was no longer an option. Um, so I went ahead and I did follow Fish for a while. Um, and then after that, you know, I settled down a little bit and I went to college. I got my bachelor's in photography and my master's in music management. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then I came out to LA um, to work in music management, which I did for like a split second and I didn't like it. So uh, <laughs> I've learned when I don't like something, it's I'm done. I <laughs> just move right on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did real estate. I sold houses after that for a little while. Um, and then I kind of jumped into production um, randomly. I got a job as head of production and I had never even been on a set. So I had to you know, pretend that I knew what I was doing and learn it really quickly, which I did. <laughs> I learned every part of it. I loved it. Um, but it was, you know, 20 hour days and I was always the bad guy telling people they couldn't get the rate they wanted or, you know, like I always felt like I was the bad guy in production. Um, So when I left that job, I decided to step into casting because uh, it was like the best part of it. It was the best job. I was making people happy. Everyone loves the casting director. Like it was like perfect for me. Um, It's really hard to step into scripted casting. So I started out in reality for a couple years. Um, and you know, it was fun The the people I worked with were awesome. Like we, it was like a family every day. Um, I loved going to work. It was awesome. Um, but you know, I still was striving for the scripted side of things. So after a few years there, I mostly left, um, reality and went into scripted and, um, I didn't necessarily do it how most people do it. <laughs> I didn't, uh, work for other people. I didn't, um, you know, get a job as an assistant. I went, I started out going to the universities and asking the students to hire me for their projects um, so I could get experience and get things on my resume. And they did. (laughs) They hired me, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, then when they started graduating, they kept me. And so we all just kind of grew as we went and uh, it worked out really well for me and hopefully for them. And I work with a lot of the same people over and over. So that's kind of how I jumped into scripted. And I still do a few reality shows here and there, like some Mm -hmm. good ones. (laughs) Okay. What what would be a good one? Uh, (laughs) You know, I like um, fun, family friendly reality shows. (laughs) I'll just leave it at that. You know, no teen mom stuff. (laughs) Like it's not my thing. Um, let's let's back up for a second because I, I really want to know how you randomly get a job as a as a head uh, uh, you know, producer. Uh, oh, so- um, <laughs> I was dating a guy who um, had done some things in entertainment uh, when he was younger, and he decided that he wanted to start a production company. So he he told me I could run it, so which is great. Um, (laughs) although neither of us really knew anything about that. So I learned for both of us. And then, um, when it was time to move on, uh, I did. 
Yeah, no, that's that's very <laughs> cool. Um, and it very often happens where you know people start their businesses and they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, they don't goes into it. They just they have that urge that hey, I can contribute in this way and this looks fun. Let's do it. So it's great. Um, the other thing that I I really dig is uh, your ability to just decide on something, roll up your sleeves when you're wearing them, and uh, and go after things. Like the uh, the college uh, approach, uh, that's the same approach that I took, you know, as I started acting because I knew that I had to get uh, a reel, I had to get experience, I had to get uh, to do different kind of roles because I view myself as a character actor, and the best way to do that was to go and do student films, and I loved it, and that you know that has allowed me to continue growing, and I'm still with uh, some of the same directors who are writing parts for me in their new feel of films. Um, it's a great way to uh, to build everything, including those relationships. So I'm very happy that you did it. Uh, my question is, how did you come up with that idea? Did you hear it from somebody or you just said, okay, this makes sense, I'm gonna go do that? Um, because I kind of threw every idea I had against the wall and <laughs> whatever stuck I went with, um, you know, I would, cold call producers and be like hey will you hire me i've never done casting but i can do it like i know i can so and you know 99.9% .9 of them said no because um there's other casting directors that they would hire um yeah. that did have experience so um you know i just just brainstorming um and and actually there was a a producer that ended up hiring me randomly without really any experience um, and I still work with him consistently to this day he taught me everything um, when he hired me I didn't necessarily tell him I didn't know exactly what I was doing so um, you know a few days into it I had to fess up and I was like hey so I don't know exactly everything <laughs> um, and he was like cool I'll just teach you and then we can work together forever and I was like perfect and uh, and it worked out you know and and we're super tight we're really good friends now and um, and I work for him all the time so so yeah I mean you know I just I saw what I wanted and I threw everything I could against the wall until something stuck and that was it yeah, but you kept on trying. You kept on working. It wasn't like, well, I'm going to try this. It may not work out, and I'll go do something else. No, you you decided, yeah. and then you kept on, uh, you know, knocking on doors until some opened. I, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm I'm a big fan of that. And uh, everybody who's watching, you know, it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether it's casting, acting, or any other profession. You know, nothing is going to happen until you set your mind and you put the intention, and then you put in the work. So, yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a lot of work. It's very, very cool. And uh, now that there is not a lot of work and uh, when COVID happened, you know, looking at the things that you're doing right now, it's it's still in that same vein of you find a creative solution. So you're utilizing this time to go and look at people doing monologues, look at people doing cell tapes, you know, figuring it out and uh, building up your, uh, your list of people that you're going to call for future projects. And I True. think... You you have a ton of stuff in uh, you know uh, pre and post uh, right now. Um, how is that uh, going on? Um, you know I've actually been really busy throughout the quarantine. Um, even mm -hmm. with casting, um, you know I had a lot of projects that were on hold, which is cool. It just gave us a little bit more time to dig deep and find um, you know the right actors, the right talent for what we wanted. Um, 
we don't know exactly when we're going to start filming again, but uh, hopefully soon. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I just, I did, I just kept busy. I watch self tapes in my free time. It's fun. I like to see new actors, people I normally wouldn't have time, you know, to look at. I'll lay in, in bed in the morning for an hour and swipe through Instagram and, and look at new actors and stuff. Um, you know, I have my podcast. Um, I, 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 I'm doing a reality show. I'm casting a reality show right now. Uh, because reality is still kind of up and running for the most part, um, especially the casting process. So, you know, I'm I'm glad that I can fall back on that. And I work with an awesome company, Metal Flowers Media, when I do reality casting. And they're such a great company to work for. So I've remained very busy and working on my house and hanging out with my friends. <laughs> that's That's awesome. And you have a dog. And I think I saw a picture of a cat somewhere as well. Do you have a cat too? I have two dogs and a cat. Okay. Yes. Yes, there's easy, definitely easy. a cat. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. You've, uh, again, you, you kind of touched upon uh, casting different types of projects, uh, whether now or just in general. Uh, you've cast music videos, uh, you've cast shorts, you've cast features, you've cast a web uh, series. Um, I wanted to, you know, from your perspective, to kind of dive in a little bit and uh, tell our audience how they're different and what you're looking for in a specific uh you know, genre, whether you're casting for a web series or you're casting for a music video? Um, I mean, it, it, a lot of it depends on, you know, the budget. The budget right. is always kind of the number one thing uh, that it depends on. Um, it depends on the content. Uh, I don't take content that I don't believe in or that I don't like. So um, that way I can push... I can feel good about pushing a project, you know, um, and telling people about it. Um, but yeah, you know, rate really depends a lot on things, you know, for the bigger films, it's going to be offers. Um, I'm, I don't, I don't want to waste people's time and, um, get a bunch of self tapes and things like that. If, if I know that we're just offering to a certain name or a couple different names to see who sticks, um, you know, with, something like a web series or, um, you know, something smaller like that, a smaller budget, there's actually, you know, quite a bit of work that goes into that because a lot of, with that, I'm, I'm looking for maybe new talent that I don't know. Um, not necessarily new actors, but, you know, talent I don't know or talent that we haven't seen a lot um, because sometimes the rate is a little bit lower, but, you know, as long as the content is good, I think that, um, you know, I can always find the right, talent for it and um do you cast again i've seen in different projects that you've had i've seen some actors who are definitely sag and i've seen some non-union do you cast more non-union versus sag uh no i i mostly work with with sag actors um you know in the past especially starting out i took a lot of non-union projects um mm -hmm. i i can't remember the last time i took a non-union project if it was great and you know the the industry is always changing, um, but I definitely do believe in the union and what it stands for, and I think it's important um, to to work with union actors. Mm -hmm. um, I'm non-union at the moment, and uh, it's not because I don't want to join SAG. <laughs> I love SAG, and I would love to, just I haven't had the projects uh, in order yeah. to be able to join yet. Um, well, and it, it sometimes it takes a little while, and that's fine too. And you can also be, you know, a non-union actor 
and be, you know, put into a union film. Um, You know, I don't take non-union projects. So there's definitely times I work with non-union actors, but I don't take non-union projects. Yeah, and Chicago is is an interesting uh, city uh, because we have probably a lot more non-union than union work. So, uh, you know, for those who are SAG, uh, you know, they have a chance to get bigger projects, but there are a lot less of them around. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a little different. It's, it's a weird uh, mix uh, in LA where you are. It's, it, I think it's mostly SAG uh, from what I understand. Um, okay, that's cool. And uh, how does that, you know, from music video perspective, because, you know, I see breakdowns uh, on Actors Access and other places for music videos. I haven't done any of them yet. So is it you know similar process in terms of what you're looking for, what you're casting? Same kind of you know a SAG actor versus non-union. Um, it is all across the board, I think, for mm-hmm. um for music videos. It just depends. Um, a lot of times for that, it's a look that we're going for rather than um their actual you know acting or a name, like more of a look type thing. Um. So sometimes we'll just I'll I'll cast off photos and videos rather than self tapes because a lot, usually they're not there's there's non speaking and um, we just need to have people there you know while the singer is there. Yeah. Very cool. Um, you've mentioned uh, and I've I've uh, kind of again in reading up on you you've mentioned that uh, casting is a happy job. Um, yes. Again, you're 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 a bit different uh, in that approach uh, to uh, most of the casting directors that I've spoken to, which you know work ridiculous hours, are stressed out, uh, you know, uh, hungry and uh, unhappy. Um, what, where do you draw the happiness, and how do you continue being happy throughout that uh, process, which I imagine uh, is similar for you too? Um, I don't know. If someone's not happy in their job, they probably shouldn't do their job. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, I, you know, I'm just, that's kind of, that's kind of my motto. You know, if it doesn't make me happy, I'm not going to do it. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm in my forties, uh, early forties. And Mm -hmm. I just, I feel like I've done, you know, I've tried so many things and I've done so many things in my life that I'm just at a point where if it doesn't make me happy, I'm not going to do it. Um, you know, that's not saying like, you know, obviously I still have to pay my bills and like do things like that don't necessarily make me happy. But in the long run, you know, it's just important for me to wake up and be excited to start a new day. Um, and casting does that. I mean, it is a happy job. I'm I'm making or helping dreams come. I'm not making dreams come true. I'm helping dreams come true. Um, you know, I love when when I get to see an actor in an audition and I I know they want it and then lo and behold they're perfect and they they get they get the role that's awesome it's so exciting for me to just see that happen like to see that that experience for them and the directors are happy the producer everyone's happy so yeah like i feel like my job is just making people happy all the time that's awesome (laughs) so it makes me happy yeah that's a great approach uh to it um you you pride yourself on on being approachable and accessible um, you know, you jumped on this interview. I, I asked you on social media on uh, Instagram, and you were kind enough to oblige. I appreciate that. So I see that part. I know that some of the uh, the people that I know who are in casting uh, have a difficulty kind of um, finding the right line and the right tone between being professional 
and being friendly. Where do you kind of draw your line? Um, you know, it's weird. I, I knew um, a talent manager for a long time that I always felt that he was so harsh with, with actors trying to get represented. They would call him and I understand, you know, people get however many calls a day and you don't need random calls. And I agree, like getting calls is kind of like, okay, but he, actors would call and ask about representation and he would just be so mean on the phone to them. Like, how dare you call me in the middle of the day? Well, why not? Like, they're just trying to get ahead. They're trying to, you know, ask a question. Are they going to call in the middle of the night? Like, you know, I would hear him on the phone and he was just so like evil to people. And so I told myself, like, I will never be like that, you know? And, you know, when I was with this guy, um, this um, manager and an actor would call me, I would always give them at least a minute. Like, it doesn't hurt anything to give them a minute and say, you know, can you email me instead? Or, cause you also don't know, maybe they're just trying to get ahead. Maybe they are a great actor. Maybe they're starting out. You know, I don't want to hurt anyone's dreams. I don't want to squash anything. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of just think like if someone comes to approach me, you know, I'm going to do the best I can to do at least a little something. I mean, I don't have 80 hours a day to like, but, mm -hmm. um, but I normally respond to all my emails and all my messages or at least like try and look at them. <laughs> Um, I do, you know, I get a lot of emails and messages um, from actors, but um, I try my best to to at least do something, whatever I can to give a tiny bit of advice. You know, I don't have long hours that, you know, I can go do things. Um, I normally don't like a lot of them, a lot of people, a lot of actors will call and or email, oh, can I take you for coffee or drink? And like that I normally don't do because, yeah. you know, I save that for my friends. But <laughs> um, but no, I, you know, I, I think that everyone deserves a minute, you know, to, if I can help, I will, that kind of thing. So I just always told myself I'd never be like that guy and be mean. And like, I, I just felt like he was killing people's dreams and it was so upsetting to me. I just uh, don't ever want to do that. Yeah, and I'm again. I, I'm not going to judge anybody, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. That's that's not a cool thing to do. Um, I I remember you know when uh, Jean Claude Van Damme uh, was getting started, and he went to his uh, first audition uh, for a movie that ended up being Bloodsport, and that kind of launched him. Um, actually, I may be mistaken. It was even before that. It was uh, No Retreat, No Surrender. Jean-Claude, if you're listening, I'm, I'm waiting for you to come onto the show. Um, and he went there and he auditioned and he got it. And the, uh, the you know, producer said, you know, I'm picking you um, not because you have done acting or you've done other things, but the last person who was similar to you that walked into my room, I declined. That was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, so you never know. And the fact that uh, you're, you're giving somebody a chance, you have no idea you know, what that will do for that person or potentially what that will do for you uh, as a as a casting director and the type of yeah. uh, star that you get a chance to discover. Well, and I mean, you just never know, but I just don't want to be like a negative person that would, you know, tell somebody, oh, like, I'm not going to listen to you because you called me in the middle of the day. How did you get my number? I mean, my number's out there, I'm sure. Like, I don't prefer phone calls. I prefer emails, but mm -hmm. I'm also just not going to be 
mean about it, I'll just give you my email address. <laughs> Okay. That's that's nice. Um, please continue being this way as long as you can you have your own ability to uh, to protect your own privacy and uh, be some semblance of normalcy. But uh, continue doing that. That's very nice of you. Um, you worked with a lot of uh, a lot of people. You know, a lot of people that we know. Tay Diggs, uh, who I love. Uh, John Cusack, who's from Chicago. Uh, another person that uh, I, I would love to have uh, on my show and talk to him about Chicago acting. Um, you worked with, uh, you know, Bella Thorne and you worked with, uh, Cameron Boyd, who I'm still upset, uh, that, yeah. that he passed away. Um, what, you know, working with the people who are, let's say, recognizable, because, uh, there are a lot of great actors that we may not have heard of as well, but what were your, uh, kind of takeaways that actors out there could utilize, uh, by, you know, you being around them and watching them? Um, what do you mean? <laughs> um, so uh, I'll give you an example, right? So, uh, you know, Kathy Rankin was uh, on a show yesterday. She's a casting director. She did uh, Frasier, you know, 191 episodes. And seeing them work and seeing uh, the actors and the type of process that they do, how clean they are, how they approach things. There were a lot of things that she was able to kind of glean and then share that information to uh, to actors so they can get better. So that question was more in that vein of by watching uh, actors who are accomplished and who are really talented, what are some of the things that you've picked up that when you're running casting sessions and somebody is doing that, you're like, okay, I, I want to redirect you in this way and try that because I've seen it and it worked for them. Um, you know, I think from from one thing that that I think is really important is getting the right representation. Um, I think that that's, it's hard, it's hard, you know, and especially when you're starting out, it's really hard to get great representation. Um, you know, you're going to be searching and, you know, you're not going to get answers. People aren't going to respond. That happens. But I think it's so important to get the right representation. You know, when I am casting something, um, you know, especially, let's just say I'm, I'm casting a film. The first people I go to are my agents and managers that I know that I'm close with. Um, you know, they're going to get first dibs. Uh, who do you have? Who do you have? Like, that's who would be good for this, you know, or um, because I work with, you know, certain agents and managers all the time, which I think they're the best ones, of course. <laughs> um, you know, I'll, I'll automatically think of some of their clients, which is important. Um if you don't have have representation, it's easy to, you know, not not get the best options, you know, not be first in line. And I think that a lot of really super talented, amazing actors that are recognizable out there, obviously they all have amazing rep representation, and it's it's just really important for that. Um, on a personal level, I think that you know professionalism speaks volumes. Um, being on set and being cool that's so important <laughs> um you know when i when i am looking at talent that i kind of know but don't really know i'm not talking about you know big names or anything like that of course um i'll often call their last couple producers and see how they were on set because i don't want to put someone on set and they're like, this person is terrible. Like they need all this, they need all that. You know, that's no fun for anybody. Um, mm -hmm. So I think professionalism, 
I just think having the right agents and managers are great. You know, don't be afraid to leave your agent or manager and get a new one if they're not working for you. Um, loyalty is amazing. Don't burn bridges. But, you know, when you're growing as an actor, um, you know, and you have you have a manager that maybe you've had for a while and they're cool, maybe you're friends, and that's really great, but they can't take you to the next level. Get out there and get yourself to the next level. I think that's important. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. I want my third agent. Because <laughs> uh, it's, again, it's it's a feel and it's a relationship and it has to work for both sides. Um, mm -hmm. I'm glad you, you finally said something that I've been trying to get from casting directors and I've never gotten it. You were the uh -oh. first one and I really, really appreciate it because it makes perfect sense to me. What I'm referring to is this. You said that the first uh, people that you go to are the agents and managers that you work with that you like. You're not going and uh, sending it out to everybody. I keep on asking that question. And what I hear is the normal answer of, well, we just you know send it out to all of the agents. You know, BS. Uh, I, I don't think that that's uh -oh, how- Did I release a secret or something? No, but thank you for finally saying it because um, we we do work with people that we're trust. So if you already have a relationship with uh, with agents, you know why spend time? Because you, even through those agents, you're still going to get a bunch of submissions. You know you don't have time to sit through you know twenty thousand uh, uh, actors uh, because you sent that out to fifteen hundred agents. Uh, it's it's just not going to work that way. It doesn't make sense. Well, so. I mean, I I definitely the breakdowns always go out. Right. Um, which is sent to all the agents and managers. And I do look through all the submissions that come in, but I'll always send a special email to agents and managers that I work often with because okay. um, I know how they work. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to get a phone call immediately back. I can be super honest, like, hey, this is really what the rate is. Like, we are not, you know, if it's a if it's a lower budget thing and I need um, you know, an actor that let's say I um the content has to do with uh saving animals. Let's say it's a movie about saving animals. Okay. And yeah, and I know an agent that, you know, has um an actor who's super into animal activism and maybe it's a little bit of a lower Ray, or we can get to the Ray, you know, I could, I can go to that agent or manager and I can be like, Hey, so I really think that your client's going to like this because this movie is about saving animals and this is what your client does all day, you know? So it's just kind of like knowing your audience too, um, knowing who you're talking to and being able to be, um, you know, just candid, like I really, this is what I'm looking for type of thing. And you know, and you like working with people that are your friends. And I have a lot of agent and manager friends. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely always reach out to them first and make sure that, you know, I'll send them the breakdown, make sure they saw it and, you know, see if, if somebody in my mind is one of their clients or for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody does that. I think so, too. It just nobody admitted it. Until I you hope did. so. <laughs> Um, and uh, by the way, in that you know made-up example, I think it's a made-up example that you just used with the uh, you know saving animals. But yeah. <laughs> even in that example, uh, there's uh, there's a you know golden nugget there of you know when people actors out there you put information on social media about your life and what you're passionate about, you never know what that's going to do. Now, if you're very political, it may turn some people off. But if you're dealing with 
like saving animals or you're very athletic and you're focusing on something else. You know, casting directors obviously are paying attention to it. I mean, for sure. And I, you know, with social media, I follow tons and tons and tons of actors. Mm -hmm. um, and it's always interesting for me to see what they're into. And it's important. I mean, in a, yeah. in a way, like I'm never going to look at it in a negative way. Um, but I really, I try to look at it in a positive way. Like, you know, are they into a certain type of activism? Are they into, you know, whatever? And then when I get a film where, you know, it's it's something to do with that, I'm definitely going to think about that actor right away. So I do think it's important to be yourself on social media. Um, in the same respect, there is a lot of, you know, like, like for me personally, there's nothing negative on my social media ever. <laughs> Every day is happy. Like I, that's how, kind of how I want to, you know, that is how I, I portray. I mean, that's how I feel, but it's kind of how I portray my life. Um, but I think that, you know, people should keep social media in the place where it's light. Um, but yet, you know, stand up for what you believe in and be who you are, mm -hmm. I guess. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. I, I agree with you. Um, and again, just personally, it's uh, you you have to put the right uh, foot forward uh, and it has to be measured with uh, what your audience uh, kind of is. You know, um, I have a lot of friends and family and, and relatives that if I, you know, post something, then I'll never hear the end of it. So you know, maybe I want to, maybe that's what I stand for. I'm just not going to do it because it's way too much nonsense to deal with afterwards. I mean, yeah, I stay out of controversial things um, yeah. unless, well, I, I guess I can't say that. I mean, if it's, if there's something I believe, you know, I'm, I'm promoting wearing masks. I'm promoting Black Lives Matter. You know, like there's certain things that I'm definitely, I guess that could be considered controversial to me. Yeah, it's common yeah. sense, but. <laughs> it's not controversial. By the way, wear a mask, people. If, if you're yeah. not wearing a mask, wear a mask. Seriously. Just um, wear a mask. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's so many cute mask options too. Like I, it's like adding to the whole thing. It's fun. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, it's it's a fashion. Uh, it's a fashion show. <laughs> um, so uh, last question before we kind of dive into uh, what I call the casting director lightning round. Um, okay. Um, riddle me this. You know, how does a person with your background, uh, somebody who who is so happy, who is so uh, kind of kind to others loves uh, people in general, um, loves horror and uh, true crime. Wh where where does that kind of fit in? As I was doing my research, I couldn't put a, you know, I, I couldn't quite figure out where that comes in and how that all balances out. Please, uh, please enlighten me. Um, I love true crime. I love yeah. everything true crime. Um, my business partner, Jake Deptula, um, he is amazing. I met him on the set of a Lifetime movie I was casting, and he was producing. Um, and we both discovered how much we love true crime. I heard I overheard him talking on set about something, and I happened to get him. Um, I like to get gifts sometimes for the producers after the show, you know, a little rap thing. Yeah. Um, so I got him a serial killer coloring book because I knew he'd love it. And everyone was like, that's really weird. But he was stoked. He was so excited. And, and you know, we kind of started this friendship there. 
um, and now we're business partners, but mm-hmm. it turned into a production company um, that, you know, COVID kind of derailed just a smidge. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we we want to work on um, true crime all the time, um, you know, produce some true story films that we're looking at. Um, we have a writer right now working on a couple things that we are doing. Um, and we have our podcast, Strictly Stalking, yep. which is about stalkers. Uh, well, it's about it's about survivors of stalking, really. Um, we interview survivors. Um, you know, it's interesting. My I am really happy and bubbly, and my friends are. It's not necessarily happy, bubbly podcast that I host. Right. And my friends listen to it, and they're like, "How do you sit still and not laugh for that long?" I'm like. I'm really into it. You know, it's a very serious thing. Um, I think that true crime, I mean, true crime is super trendy right now, which is cool. Um, I've kind of just always been into it. It's it's just, it's fascinating. It's fascinating how the human mind works, I think. Um, you know, to see somebody so different from me um, and how that works and how, you know, serial killers and murderers and, and I know it's so dark. Um, and people don't really expect that from me all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's just it's just so fascinating how everyone's mind works so differently. You know, you can never figure out what someone's thinking. You can never really tell. You never really know anybody. I mean, do you even know yourself? At the, you know, who knows? Um, so I think that's kind of why true crime fascinates me. Um, and I do prefer to work in it. I love horror films. I love casting horror films. Uh, I have a horror film coming out that I cast called Stay Out of the Effing Attic. Um, I don't know if I can cuss on here. Um, <laughs> yeah, stay out of the fucking uh, Yes. Uh, it's coming out, I think, next month. Um, I had another horror film that recently came out called Psychos and Socios. Um, <laughs> and that was actually a fun one to cast. I put, I don't know if you know the band uh, No Effects. Um, no, I'm like not a familiar. punk band. Um, El Jefe, Aaron Abeda from NoFX, he's a, a great actor, but you know, he's been a musician for a long time. Um, and I've, you know, he's a friend of mine. Um, so I went to him and I was like, hey, do you, you know, I've got a film. Do you want to be in it? And he killed it. I think it was the first film that I put him in. Uh, I actually put him in a couple others too, but he killed it. It was great. You know, like put a musician in a horror film. Why not? Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit of outside the box horror. I feel like with horror, you can go outside of the box. You can, there's a little more creativity. It's fun. <laughs> I, I so, think yeah. I, I've never, uh, I, I haven't been in a horror film. I think doing a horror film is probably a ton of fun. Um, I, I don't like, uh, you know, the genre itself. I'm not a fan because I don't <laughs> like being uh, scared and freaked out and uh, <laughs> and go through that range of emotion. But I think doing it uh, from the acting perspective, that would be fun. I Yeah, I love everything about horror. <laughs> I, I love um, being scared. I love it. I, I think it's fun. I mean, like movie scared. <laughs> yeah, not, not real not, life scared. Yeah. Uh, I got you. Uh, it's... Uh, yeah, so many questions that I can go into. Let's let's just move on because there was the whole uh, you know sequel to uh, to stay out of the fucking attic, who stay out of the fucking basement. Uh, right. That freaks people out. Uh, but you know, uh, moving on. Uh, let's let's get to our uh, casting director lightning round. 
So, uh, you know, quick answers to these questions. Um, uh -uh. How, many, how many seconds do you need to, uh, to see uh, off somebody's uh, submission to know, you know, if they're moving forward or uh, uh, going bye-bye? Oh, um, well, if it's a self-tape, um, if it's a no, it's a couple of seconds, I can tell. Uh, mm -hmm. if, it's a, if it's a maybe or a yes, if it's not an absolute no, I'll watch the whole thing. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, preferred self-tape background. Oh, geez, I don't care. You know, I, I think that I think that all I need is, like, I need your acting. I need just to see the tape. Like, it doesn't have to be super professional. Don't right. waste a ton of money on things. Like, I'm I'm a believer in, like, if, if you can do it, it, I'll see it. No, I don't need, like, your roommate naked and walking around in the background. You know, just any wall, anything. Use your cell phone. You don't need fancy things. I, I don't. I hate when I see people like spending money needlessly. It's like make it look cool. If it can look as cool as you want and and cool, then that's great. But if you don't have the the whatever it is that we're looking for, then it doesn't make a difference. Makes sense. Um, reason why I ask, and um, I I like when I'm conducting interviews, I always like to ask very specific questions to the person. But these ones I have a lot of fun with, and I think it's interesting for the audience because. Every casting director that I have on are completely different in their answers, oh, no. and that is awesome because it shows you know people the reality. And you know when you're worried about what is the color background I should put up, you know think that one of them said that they hate blue, the other one only wants blue. Some hate uh, uh, you know uh, any light background. Kathy wants a pure white background. Uh, that's what we discovered yesterday. Some of them want you know gray like you have uh, in the back that I was using. So it all. Oh my gosh, that's so much to learn. How would actors even like? What do you? How are you gonna know everything? Sorry. Uh, how would you even know everything? <laughs> like. They, they shouldn't, and that's the whole thing. Just do what uh, what you were saying is you know whatever your background. If there's enough light, if you can do it, if it's not too busy. Yeah, like, I mean, I definitely. If you're gonna invest in anything, get the right lighting so we can see you. Like that's the most important thing. Um, and and I, I do understand from that perspective um, where, you know, if every single self-tape that came in looked uniform, yeah. it's it helps with the directors, it's easier. Um, but that's a lot. You know, that's a lot to ask an actor for a self-tape that if they're not right for it, you're only going to watch three seconds of it. I know. That's not it's, fair. To me, it's silly. Um, <laughs> dress for the part or wear generic clothing? Mm, dress for the part it's fun but again okay. don't go buy a bunch of stuff like don't make too like the most important thing is your acting ability and if you're right for the part but if yeah. you're like oh i have a cowboy hat and i'm playing cowboy and there's a cowboy hat in my closet put the cowboy hat on that's great it's cool you know like for sure play the part it's fun fun for everyone i agree <laughs> um hold sides or uh, be off book um i would like off book it's preferred um but there's also been times where I've given actors zero lead time and asked for self-tape, um, you know, not on purpose. Uh, yeah. Be yeah. off book would be, if you can, let's try off book. My, my personal preference is always off book. I find holding sides uh, actually throws me off because it somehow feels like I have to look down. So I, I prefer off book so I can just play. 
uh, accent or uh, no accent? And with that, uh, I mean dialect as well. Um, well, I think it depends on the part. Do you mean if the part has an accent? If the part doesn't say it, if uh, if the part doesn't say it, would the person, you know, if they feel like it, uh, they should play it with an accent or a dialect. Should they throw that in, or as a casting director is saying, okay, if I didn't ask you for it, don't do it. Um, for for me personally, I think go for it. Um, there was a movie I cast called Four Twenty, um, okay. and a girl on that we ended up casting, she was hilarious, and she had this crazy accent out of nowhere and i was like that can't be her real accent and there was no accent in the script she just felt it and went for it and we ended up picking her because like it showed her personality it was out of the box it was cool so i mean i think you never know and you know what you're not going to get everything that you auditioned for anyway so if you're feeling it then go for it yeah great um, so far you've answered all of these questions the way that i want the casting directors to answer them so thank you um, risk it or play it safe? I'm not sure I even have to ask that question of you. I think I know which way you're leaning. I mean, risk it. I always do. Yep. You only live once, you know? Yeah. Um, in the Zoom audition, right? Not in the self-day, but in the Zoom audition, which, you know, kind of a similar to what we're doing right now, even though it's not Zoom. Zoom is not a sponsor. Um, where would the eyes go? Where do you prefer for the eyes to go? Is it straight to camera? Because if I'm looking at you, my eyes, instead of like this, my eyes would be right there. So right. Where, where do you want the eyes? Because it's a weird thing right now. Um, it is a weird thing. I think it, I mean, it's, it, are you saying like during a Zoom audition or just chatting? Uh, during the audition itself. Um, you know, it depends on the role. Like if you're supposed to be looking over here, talking to somebody, but also you can ask too. Okay. I mean, or maybe I guess the other casting directors aren't so approachable. I'd rather have people like don't ask a million questions for an audition, but like if it's something that you need to set yourself up or psych yourself, like you know, to get it how you want it, then yeah, just ask. Uh, I think again, some things are pertinent. Some things of you know, when you walk in and you say, "Well, how would you like this?" You know, that's not a good question. But uh, where do you want my <laughs> a little eyes? more specific questions are better. <laughs> Um, so then what would be that, you know, one thing that actors, uh, or some actor did in an audition that, uh, drove you nuts? Oh, no. Um, that drove me nuts. Yeah. You're, you're, you're all about positivity. You're all about everything is, is, is great. So what would be the thing in an audition of like, okay, don't do that. Uh, or, you know, and I hated it. I, I have had, um, I've had actors say inappropriate things, um, which, you know, I, I understand um, in the sense that sometimes people are nervous. They say like stupid things or whatever, but like, just like, like don't hit on the casting director. <laughs> like, don't like say like, just don't say weird things. Like when you, when you walk into a room, it's about you. It's not about anybody else in the room. So like, I don't need a compliment. I don't need, I don't need anything. Like I try to be like out of the way in a room um because it has nothing to do with me the room is yours when the actor walks in the room is yours i do not want anything to do with me i don't want to you know mess you up or take you out of your game at all like be confident do your thing so i i mean i think that 
yeah, the worst thing that you can do is is make it less about you. Like like no compliments, no none of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. That's very useful advice. Um, all right. Last question, and uh, this is not an enlightening round. This is more just for you. Oh, okay. uh, uh, so far in your young life, you've you've lived a very full life. Uh, as a matter of fact, that you probably have lived many of them already. Um, so if you were talking to a younger version of yourself, you pick the age, and you had a chance to give just one advice, what would that advice be? Oh, stay single. Okay. <laughs> No, I, there's no right or wrong answer. That's the. Uh, that's <laughs> I mean, I I think that um, I think that women, um, young women, feel the need to be someone's girlfriend, be someone's fiance, be someone's wife. Um, I think that it way too many times overshadows um, what you can really do as a as a woman, um, and I think that I've let that overshadow me. Um, in my life a few times um, and so yeah I think like now that I'm older I think you know I'm more in a position where if I was looking to actually be in a relationship at this point I would but as my younger self I would tell myself to just stay single and hang out with my friends and my dogs and not worry about boyfriends and things because it kind of you know it, it can take you off your game a little bit you know you, you it changes your course makes the path a little longer sometimes you know it's if you're not with the right person obviously right. <laughs> obviously sure. i haven't been with the right people so <laughs> point, just kidding point uh, okay well listen it's it's been a fascinating interview i i really appreciate um you know how you go about uh, living your life and uh, accomplishing what you want to accomplish. It's, uh, it's something people should emulate and, uh, and really take, uh, take notice of. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. Super fun. My pleasure. And thanks to everybody for tuning in. Um, yet another fun interview with another casting director. I know we do a lot of actors, but we throw in everybody because everybody is playing in this wonderful you know, uh, playground of hours of the world of entertainment. We all love acting, and thank you for tuning in.